Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that hello and welcome to the fit and fabulous podcast with me dr Alina. I help families create easy habits and systems they love so that they can all feel fit and fabulous without having to think about it. On the podcast, we talk about all aspects of a healthy life. What we eat, my favorite med-style diet, which isn't a diet, but a way of eating, habits, exercise, emotional wellness, weight loss, research, and what the experts say. Most importantly, we talk about how to transform our lives so that we can actually do these things, take control of our health, feel fit and fabulous, and for it all to be easy and fun. You're welcome to sign up to my Healthy Family Eating Systems video, where I explain how easy my system is for providing healthy foods for my family. You can find that at drorlina.com, that's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A.com forward slash healthy family meal plan with a little dash in between those words. If you're interested in my new program, Fit and Fabulous Family, that's launching in August, please email me at orlina at drorlina.com or reply to one of my emails to arrange a time to chat. It's going to be life and family transforming and of course, easy and fun. Now on with today's show. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Lena Kerrick. I hope you are feeling fabulous and fit. It is July as I record this and it is the beginning of our blackberry season. I am so excited. There is something I really enjoy about gathering food. I just find it really relaxing and really enjoyable. So I have been out with my middle son Dante and in the evening when it's not so hot we go and we gather some blackberries. We got a few a few days ago and I'm looking forward to August and plentiful blackberries that we have been making into smoothies. Yum, delicious and a good source of fibre as well. Think about all those little pips. Today I want to talk about breakfast and smoothies and think about whether smoothies are healthy and think about breakfast because I know we all want quick and easy but we also want healthy. And you know, I'm all about habits. And I think breakfast is one of those areas where it's really easy to fall into not so great habits. But as always, it's also easy to fall into much more healthy habits if we just step back and take a little look at the bigger picture. As you probably know, I have four children and hey, guess what? My kids absolutely love breakfast cereal. But as you may know, breakfast cereal is one of my pet hates. And I will explain to you why. Partly because children love it so much, and partly because it's not really that healthy. So when we were living in the UK, 
you can find in the UK loads and loads of different cereals, a huge, huge variety of different cereals. And some of them market themselves as healthy and some of them clearly market themselves towards children. I'm looking at you, Cocoa Pops and all of those sugared things. Now, I definitely grew up eating breakfast cereal. So I think my first message is everything is about balance and really it's one piece of the jigsaw puzzle. So it's not just about whether you eat breakfast cereal or not, it's about everything that you eat in your whole diet. So if you're eating breakfast cereal as part of a healthy diet, well, that's less bad than, you know, if you're eating lots of processed foods. I grew up thinking breakfast cereal was essentially what everybody ate for breakfast, and it was perfectly normal to eat breakfast cereal. Actually, recently I read The Diet Myth by Tim Spector, and in it he says that the reason we eat breakfast cereal is because breakfast cereal companies convinced us that that was a good idea. And I think that there is probably more than a kernel of truth in that statement, that really and truly, there isn't any cultural reason why we eat breakfast cereals that come in a box other than that they are quick and easy and now that is considered the norm. And combine that with we eat a lot more refined carbohydrates than we used to do, that it's just something that we've grown up with. So I was definitely one of those people who grew up with eating a reasonable amount of carbohydrates and thinking that was just normal life. When we moved to Spain um, around 10 years ago, 9, 10 years ago, I discovered that here in Spain, the culture is not so much about eating breakfast cereals. And it wasn't easy to buy breakfast cereals. The supermarkets do sell some breakfast cereals, but absolutely none of the more healthy style breakfast cereals. So it was sugared breakfast cereal or nothing. And I remember when we first got here, buying oats was almost impossible. I remember going around all of the different supermarkets trying to find oats. Now, oats are much more widely available. So my children started with sugared breakfast cereal. And I got to this stage where I realised that I really wasn't happy with them eating sugared breakfast cereal but I had fallen into this habit of sugared breakfast cereal. So as oats became more available, and oats are more healthy. So if we think about your grain on a spectrum, I'll take a side step here. So we think about grains, and on one level, you've got flour. In the middle, you've got sort of rolled oats, and then the whole grain is, you know, what it looks like on a plant. And ideally, you want to be eating more of the whole grains and much less of the processed foods. However, here it's very difficult to find those whole grains. I'll tell you a bit about my breakfast and the whole grains that I found, which is super exciting. So at this time, we were looking at rolled oats, which are sort of in the middle. They are carbohydrates, but they aren't quite flour and they definitely don't have sugar in them. So you do have a certain amount of control over what you're eating. At some stage, I got fed up with the fact that the cereals were basically entirely sugar. They've got so much sugar, so many, so much sugar in them. So if you think about Cocoa Pops and chocolate rice, all of those kind of things, they put lots and lots of sugar in them. But even the, the more healthy ones, so we were eating something that was like bran flakes, even those, they don't add as much sugar. There is still some sugar in them. But they are more like flour. They have been whizzed up and processed. And when they hit your stomach, they basically cause you a glucose spike. So although you think you're eating something relatively healthy, and it does have some fibre in it, 
it's not really as healthy as the rest of our food that we're eating, which is lots of fruit of vegetables. A few years ago, I got to the stage where I got fed up with the battles that my children would have. They'd always want a little bit more breakfast cereal. And I could just see it was this area of contention and something that I didn't like my children eating. I went, stop, that's it. We're not having breakfast cereal anymore. And they had to eat, or they were offered to eat, oats. So either porridge in the winter or overnight oats. And with lots of fruit, nuts, seeds, well, that's what I eat. My children will eat some fruit, depending, I have four of them, and some of them are more picky than others. So my most picky one now would tend to have porridge with some nuts, not toasted and not salted, and some raisins. For him, that is variety. That's a lot of variety, although he's having the same thing. But it's much better than where he was a few years ago, which was just porridge by itself with a teaspoon of honey. Oats can be a good way of, I think of them as sort of like a tapestry that you can embroider on. So a bit like bread, a bit like pasta. It's bland, but you can put lots of different things in, lots of vegetables if you're thinking about pasta, and lots of fruit, seeds, what I call goodies. And really and truly, the bowl that I was eating was a lot of fruit, a lot of other things, a lot of exciting stuff, and a little bit of porridge. Now, my children had a teaspoon of honey or a teaspoon of condensed milk which I guess is equivalent to a small bowl of cereal. If you look at how much is in the cereal, you're probably getting more than that. Now, at Christmas time, my husband said that he was giving up his teaspoon of condensed milk. And so I joined him. And at first, it was absolute agony. I remember thinking, oh my goodness, I really want that condensed milk, that that sugar rush of breakfast cereal. But he persevered, so I persevered. And actually, after a short period of time, you just get used to it and you can taste the natural sweetness of the delicious fruit that you put in. And we're really lucky here because we have amazing fruit. I always recommend that people eat seasonally because it's a really good way of adding variety in and it being easy without having to think about it. So I just buy what is at the market. My children, as I say, like oats. I want to be having whole oats. So whole, you can get things called steel cut oats where they take the oats and they chop them in half. But I can't buy those here. What I can buy now that we've got a reasonable health food market. I have another pet hate about those as well, which I will explain, which is that if you go to a whole food, a health food shop, quite often you get the impression that everything in that shop is healthy, whereas really and truly, a lot of it is very similar to what you're buying at a supermarket. So anyhow, in this supermarket, I can buy whole oats and I can buy other things like spelt, which is again, another whole grain. And I absolutely love these grains. It gives my breakfast a real nutty crunch, something a little bit more difficult. However, my picky eater will not touch them. So we've now got into a situation where I eat these nice oats because that's what I want. And he eats his rolled oats because that's what he's wanting. To be honest, it's not very difficult. So that's the progress of how we have changed our breakfast over the years. And my children still totally love breakfast cereal. It was my son's, my oldest son's birthday last week, and he requested breakfast cereal. So, you know, as a special treat, he had breakfast cereal. And I have to admit, they taste delicious. I think cocoa rice is my favorite, but it's not about the flavor. So I think for me, the reasons I don't like them is because they are so appealing to us. They just have that big sugar 
rush that we get and they appeal to children. Now, my oldest son often doesn't eat breakfast in the morning and I'm happy with that. We'll have a conversation about that in just a sec. But I am happy with him not having breakfast if he doesn't want to have breakfast. However, when breakfast cereal is on offer, guess what? He will eat breakfast. So he is eating that breakfast cereal even though normally he's saying, I'm not hungry enough to eat now. I want to eat in an hour or two. And that's fine if that's what his routine is. But when breakfast cereal is there, he will override his hunger hunger signals and he will eat that food because it's so easy to eat and so delicious and so basically full of sugar. My message about breakfast is that breakfast cereal tastes amazing, but it isn't really very healthy. And there are lots of other things that you can eat that you can get into the habit of eating, that your family can get into the habit of eating, and you may have a little bit of a transition changing what they eat. But once they're in that habit, it's all easy and it's all just normal. So another few ideas are chia. Chia is full of fibre, really super easy and very, again, versatile. It's one of those bland things that you can add lots of flavour to, so coconut milk, different kind of spices, cinnamon, nutmeg, whatever you want, really. You can really just elaborate on it and make it however you like it. Eggs, another versatile, easy thing that I think if you look around the world, we will see that many cultures have eggs and even vegetables for breakfast. So think about in Mexico, huevos rancheros, so some peppers and tomatoes and onions all cooked up with eggs, absolutely delicious. Beans, another super healthy breakfast and really easy as well, particularly if you've got it prepared in, in, in advance. Once you get into the habit of how to prepare it in advance, super easy. And again, another thing that if you look around the world, a lot of people have breakfast, beans for breakfast and vegetables. There's no reason you can't eat vegetables for breakfast. It's just a mindset thing. We have a this idea, oh, we have to eat breakfast cereal for breakfast, but it's not actually true. I think it's really interesting as well to look at what people eat, what different cultures eat. And I'm still not 100% sure what people eat in Spain for breakfast. I have a feeling that most people eat biscuits for breakfast, which on the surface sounds a bit like, oh my goodness, you eat biscuits for breakfast. But the reality is it's not actually very much different from breakfast cereal. And in France, as far as I can tell, people do eat croissants and a big bowl of chocolate, or at least that's what I was given very many years ago when I was on the French exchange. Again, not super healthy, but it's about everything that you eat. So taking into context that they will be eating far more vegetables during the day than other nations. Okay, it's really easy to have a healthy breakfast once you've got into the habit of it. What about is breakfast necessary? Another interesting and important question. We definitely used to be told that breakfast was the most important meal of the day. And we are beginning to see that this is not necessarily true. If we think about intermittent fasting and the research that goes on in intermittent fasting, we're seeing that actually skipping breakfast, if it's part of your routine and you decide that you want to eat either mid-morning or at lunchtime, it works perfectly well if it works for you. I think the danger is, is when you skip breakfast and then you replace it with something like a donut or some other refined carbohydrate, actually 
that's not great. And I don't know about you, but when I'm super hungry and, you know, there's a chocolate bar on hand, then you're more likely to eat it than if you have a routine of, hey, this is the healthy breakfast I eat. And it's much better to eat that healthy breakfast than put yourself in that emergency kind of situation. So intermittent fasting is an interesting tool. It's interesting to try it out. I did intermittent fasting last summer. I used to go swimming and then go swimming at seven in the morning, come back. And then the first time I would eat would be at lunchtime. Now, things have changed slightly. We have a different routine now. My children are at home all day and I have breakfast when I get back from swimming. Either works. It doesn't matter. It's about what works for you at what times. And I think routines can change. Do we have to eat breakfast? The answer is no, but it's about finding what works for you and what works for your family. What about smoothies? Are smoothies healthy? And I think this is about putting smoothies into context and thinking about where they fall into the spectrum of super healthy and not so healthy. So I think if we're going to think about shop-bought smoothies, then you have to look at the sugar content because the reality is any shop-bought smoothie is probably got a lot of sugar in it. And the way you tell is by looking at the label. Now, it depends what you put in smoothies as well. We put in lots of fruit. And if you whiz up fruit then or vegetables, you're doing a lot of that work for your body. And I think it's better to eat whole fruits and for you to chew them and make all of those to do that work for your body. If you're trying to lose weight... I would recommend that smoothies are not a great way to help you lose weight. And there's different reasons for that. One reason is that when you eat things in liquid form, it almost tricks your body into thinking that you haven't eaten anything. So for example, think about eating a big, fat, giant chocolate pudding. And after that chocolate pudding, you're going to feel, you know, that you've eaten a big, fat chocolate pudding. But think about eating a can of fizzy drink which has got the equivalent of three apples worth of sugar in it. And when you've drunk that can, you don't think, oh my goodness, I've eaten three apples. It almost feels like you haven't eaten anything at all because you're not activating your signals that go, oh, you've had a lot of bulk. Now, I know that smoothies continue to have the fiber in them, but it is whizzed up. And I think there's still a certain amount. When I eat a smoothie, I don't think, oh, wow, it's the same as eating one peach. So I think there's just that to bear in mind. However, again, if smoothies work for you, then they work for you. And that's absolutely fine. I think there's also another place for smoothies. You know, if you think about having a treat, for example, it's much better to have a smoothie with fruit, even if it's whizzed up, which has got vitamins, minerals and fibre compared to a can of fizzy drink. And another way I use them is my children. So my oldest son is now making his own smoothie for his breakfast. And I'm happy with that. And I've even bought him a little smoothie maker so that he can clear up after himself because the big one was just too difficult for him. So I think with children, it's about everything. It's about that whole diet. It's not just, oh, we're living off smoothies. We're having a smoothie for breakfast and we're going to have some vegetables and things for lunch and dinner and teaching them that it's about everything that we eat, not just this one thing. And as part of a healthy diet with children who don't have weight loss issues, uh, weight issues, it's absolutely fine to be eating an appropriate portion of smoothie. So not a giant, giant one. And also they are delicious as well. They are amazing in the summer because they're cool. We use frozen fruit. So 
I get the children to chop up the fruit and to freeze it themselves. And so it's like this slushy, delicious, sort of like an ice cream and much healthier than an ice cream because there is no added sugar. I always say, get your sugar rush from fruit. And remember, with a smoothie, if you want to, you can add vegetables and you can also add protein if you want to. We just use a little bit of fruit and a bit of milk. What's my message about smoothies? I think it's not an all or nothing thing. I think it's everything in moderation. And my big picture is making it a habit so that it is easy for you. I hope that was useful. Remember, if you want some help and you want to connect, come and join the Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash Dr. Orlina. Sorry, groups forward slash Dr. Orlina. And if you want to make healthy habits for your family, I am getting ready to launch my exciting program, Fit and Fabulous Families, which is going to be all about creating habits for your family so that all of you, mothers in particular, and children can lead healthy and healthy lives and feel fit and fabulous. So if you're interested in that, the best thing is to have a chat with me so that I can get to know you and explain how this works. You can either reply to one of my emails or you can email me at orlina at drorlina.com. And lastly, if you're interested in thinking about systems, I have the systems video that you can sign up to. That's on my website, drorlina.com forward slash healthy family meal plan. Fabulous. Take care and see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you found the podcast helpful, I really appreciate it if you share it with any of your friends who are interested, which helps me to get the word out. And just a reminder, if you want to sign up to the Healthy Family Eating Systems, where I explain how easy my system is for providing healthy foods for my family, you can grab that at drorlina.com healthy family meal plan with a little dash in between. And if you're interested in my new program, Fit and Fabulous Family, it's launching in August. Please email me at orlina at drorlina.com to arrange a time to chat. Thank you so much and have an amazing week. I will be back again next week. Goodbye.